0: Designed by Wingnut Social is brought to you by Wingnut Social, the leading interior design and home pro digital marketing agency. We know it works, so you don't have to. Learn more at wingnutsocial.com. Hey, Darla here, and I have a question for you. What would it mean to your bottom line for your interior design firm if you could sign just one client from your Instagram marketing efforts? Is it five thousand, ten thousand, fifteen, twenty thousand, and up? Well, if you're a principal of your interior design firm and you're overwhelmed with your Instagram marketing, you have no idea how to do, what to do, when to post, what to post, what hashtags to use, how to use ads, that the whole gamut, it's incredibly overwhelming. Then I want to introduce you to Instagram for interior designers. It's Wingnut Social's very first online on-demand course with over seven modules, 61 lessons that's going to answer all of those questions for you and help you to put together a very actionable marketing strategy for your interior design firm, tailored to you, with workbooks and exercises and just just everything you could possibly need there. To find out more information on Instagram for interior designers, head on over to wingnutsocial.com. Check out Wingnut Academy, or you can go to wingnutsocial.com/slash-instagram for interior designers.
1: Have you hit a wall when it comes to growing your design business? Then welcome to Designed by Wingnut Social. Helping home professionals accelerate their success with proven industry practices and expert advice. Hi, and welcome to Design by Wingnut Social. This is another episode of The Mini News. I am Taylor Garrity. I am the director here at Wingnut Social, and it's nice to be with everyone today. I wanted to talk about a few things. Summertime, right? We're we're in the the thick of it right now, and summertime in our industry, and in interior design, home decor, seems to be a little slower than normal. So I have clients ask me all the time. You know, while things are a little bit slow, while the kids are out of school, people are on vacations, enjoying the weather, enjoying their families. Is there anything I can do to better my brand and uh, kind of work on? my validation points, my social channels, my website, my blogs. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is a great time to take advantage of having a little extra time. And you can do that by doing about four or five different things that we're calling uh, digital housekeeping. So you can do this in the summertime. We recommend that our clients do this once every couple of months regardless, but summertime, it's going to be a little bit slower take advantage of it. So the first thing that you can do is on your Instagram, go and update your highlights, do a little audit of them, just like you would the closet in your home, right? I do something myself where once a year, I turn all of my my hangers around in the same direction. And then throughout that year, when I wear a shirt, when I pick a shirt off, put it back on, I turn the hanger around. And at the end of the year, I usually donate the clothes that I haven't turned around because I haven't worn them in a whole year, I'm probably not going to wear them again. That's a way that that you should approach with your Instagram highlights. A user has zero attention span these days. So when I'm going on your page, when I'm looking to potentially work with you, I want to see a few things that that you're offering. I want to see what people say about you. So testimonials are a big highlight to have. Um, But you don't need any more than six or seven because me as a user, I'm going to be clicking through and I'm going to be looking um, pretty rapidly. So I want to see testimonials. I want to see what kind of projects you work on. And I want to see what relevant projects you are in the process of working on. I don't want to see a project necessarily from 10 years ago. I want to see what is this designer doing now and keep it, you know, underneath 10 highlights for each of the categories and keep them as relevant as possible. That's not only going to help you just stay relevant in the eyes of your potential client, but it's also going to help technically stay relevant with the platform itself. So another thing that you all can do over the summer is take some new profile photos. And you can even dress up seasonally if you'd like. You know, pumpkin patch season is around the corner. That's an aesthetically beautiful time of year. It's a great time right now to take some photos for fall, for winter, for summer that are your profile photos but that are just, you know, have a little take on seasonality as well just to keep you as relevant in the eyes of the client As possible, right? Another thing you can do is reach out to different designers who inspire you. Um, Just me personally, I go throughout my personal Instagram page all the time, and I follow tons of designers. And because I do so, I also get served plenty of designers and projects that I'm not familiar with, and lots of them stop me in my tracks. And I go, wow, that's a beautiful project. I would love to feature that on my page and talk to my audience about why that inspires me. So I'm going to reach out to that designer, Let's say it's John Stamos Interior Design, right? I'm going to reach out to John Stamos and I'm going to say, John, my name is Taylor Garrity. I'm a designer here in South Carolina. I love your work. I specifically love this project. I would love to feature it on my Instagram feed, giving you full credit, of course, and crediting your photographer as well as any other people that you'd like me to credit. Is that okay with you? More times than not, John's going to come back to me and say, absolutely, just make sure you give me credit. Thanks for reaching out. I really appreciate the professionalism. So then I'm posting that on my page, talking about John's work and the people that helped him with this project, why it inspires me. It's reaching my audience now, which in turn, because I'm crediting John and the people that he worked with, I'm reaching their audience. We are, at the end of the day, our customers as well, our ideal clientele. We are all consumers. That's one of the reasons why I love marketing and advertising is because I'm always the demographic for the most part. So this is a really nice way to give kudos to other designers, other projects and uh, expand your audience as well as expanding theirs it's a really nice professional handshake that you can do digitally in 2023 another thing that you can do over the summer is make sure you're trying out all of the various vehicles that each social platform offers so instagram alone has quite a few that you are already probably familiar with you might not be using all of them but we would recommend you give them a shot it's a good time it's a little slower right why not add to your stories, make sure you're using Instagram Reels, doing video content, doing carousel posts, doing static imagery, of course, that's the bread and butter of Instagram. One of the things that I hear about all the time, and it's my least favorite word in digital marketing, is the algorithm, right? So static imagery, that is not as performative as video content, right, Taylor? It's case by case. It's a little tricky, but there's also an X factor in the algorithm that... No one seems to to take into account, and that's what I'm telling you now, is that this X factor is the social platforms are going to reward you at the very base level. They're going to reward you by showing you to a larger audience if you're using all of their vehicles. So threads just came out. That's the big buzzword in digital marketing right now. And everybody's downloading threads. No one is really sure how to use it. I'm not going to tell you how to use it in this many news, but stay tuned because we'll likely be talking about that very soon. But the fact that you've downloaded it and signed up for it is a huge added bonus. You're using Instagram's vehicles. You're rewarding them for bringing out a new vehicle out into the world by just simply signing up for it. And they're going to reward users that sign up for it more than they are users who don't. So that X factor is also going to be into the algorithm. So make sure that you're using all of the vehicles that every social channel that you utilize as a validation point for your brand or your organization. uh, And make sure you're using it quite often, quite frequently. If you don't like a certain vehicle like stories or going live, that's totally fine. Just make sure that you are trying them out because it is going to inherently help you rank that much better out there in the digital landscape. The next thing I want to talk about is search engine optimization, right? Uh, a huge uh, buzz phrase in this industry too. SEO, what does it really mean? Is it just keywords? Again, these are all things that I love talking about. We'd be happy to talk with you in greater detail about this because it deserves more detail. But for the sake of many news, make sure that your website is flushed with keywords. Keywords on your blogs, keywords on the alt tags of your images, meta descriptors. It's not just tangible keywords when you, when you go to a website that you see and that you read. There are a lot of other ways to add layers of keywords to your website. Again, we're happy to help with that, but make sure that you are keeping your website relevant. It goes back to the hashtags. It goes back to the profile photos. You're getting a constant theme here, right? Is relevancy is a huge factor. That many people and brands and organizations tend to let fall by the wayside. But staying relevant is going to help you in the eyes of your audience aesthetically. And it's also going to help you on the back end of these platforms and on your website technically. The more updates you have to your website, whether they're just minor project updates of adding a new project or describing a project in a different way. That project might have been from a year ago. You can go back in and, and say, "All right, it's been a year. Let me write a blog about this, about my experiences and what I've learned from this, being a year completed from this from this project." So, doing those kind of things are going to help you rank higher and higher. The more keywords you have on your website, the better the chance is of a search engine like Google or YouTube tapping into the commonality, those common languages of what you're speaking in your website, what your website is funneling to the search engines all for the sake of capturing a user's search behavior when they're looking for an interior designer or a pillow brand in my area to fill up my my office with, right? You just want to make sure that that language is as cohesive and understandable as possible. And you can do that through constantly updating your website where it makes sense. Blogs are a great idea. At the very basis of SEO is keyword optimization and making sure that you're having as many keywords as possible, but you don't want to be redundant either. So a good way is to to do what I said with talking about a project in a different light, giving it some time and then, and then re-describing it or writing a blog. Blogs are great. Vlogs are awesome. If you're afraid to be in, in front of the camera like I am right now, um, give it a shot. I'm doing that right now. I'm practicing what I preach. And yes, it is a little nerve wracking, but it's also going to only help you in the long run. So SEO, huge component to how your website speaks to the search engines, with the, which then gets funneled out to Joe Consumer when they're looking up interior designers and home decor brands on the internet. And then the last thing that I want to talk about is UX, that's user experience. This is all website related too. User experience essentially is how easily navigable your website is to your average internet user. So when I go on a website, I want to see a few things. When I do my UX audits and recommendations and strategies, which we offer for for clients that want to work with us, we go into great detail. But essentially, I'm starting off with a few things. I'm, I'm navigating the page very, very quickly. I'm mimicking the user's search behavior, which in 2023 right now is fast, 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 right? So I'm looking at the bottom of the page and I want to make sure I see a contact form. If I don't see a contact form or a button that says contact, I want to see an email address. I want to know that I can reach out to that designer if I want to inquire about a project they worked on or start a conversation about working together in the future. Is the font field dark enough? Can I see everything that I'm typing? So I'm saying, all right, my first name, Taylor, my last name, Garrity. Can I actually see what I'm writing? Is it hard for me to see it? Do I have to highlight the text that I just wrote in order to see it? These are a little, little, tiny changes that are going to exponentially increase the amount of time on page that a user is going to spend on your website. The more frustrated people get, the more likely I'm going to drop off and go find someone else. That's just how it works. So the more you can get ahead of that with having your website be very innate, the better. Nowadays, when I give my three-year-old nephew my iPhone, I can say, hey, play around on this. Within a few minutes, the kid's on YouTube He's on uh, a different game. He's downloaded an app. It's absolutely absurd, right? We as parents and aunts and uncles have always noticed this since the dawn of of technology, but you notice it more and more often now, and you think, how is it that they do that? It's because these organizations like Apple and Google spend hundreds of millions of dollars and hundreds of millions of, of man hours and time making sure that their technologies and their platforms as are inherent as physically possible so that anybody, someone with zero technical expertise, can go onto their website or can go onto their app or just go onto their device and find something that they're looking for. It's the same concept as well as when we all get a new device, like a new iPhone, and you think, all right, I want to save that photo to my files. Where would that be? I mean, if it were me, I'd put it in the top right there. I'd probably click around that. Holy crap. It just worked. That's exactly how you did it. It's like, how did they know that I wanted that button to be there? It's because they study this. And that same type of concept you want to apply to your social user experience and your website's user experience as well. A great activity. The kids are home from school. Bring them in the room and say, hey, go search my website, go let me know what you think. And you can sit back and just watch them, just observe them. If they get frustrated, write down why they're frustrated. They can't find something they're looking to find. Or if they're excited or feel like, I love that. Take note of that and make sure that your website is highly, highly functional to that innate nature that we have as internet users and um, making sure that it taps into our search behaviors. So again, at the end of the day, we are all consumers. You are a consumer as well. You're also part of your target demographic. So if you have an issue with your website, when you're navigating it, everybody else is going to have that as well. And the more issues you have, the greater the chance of user drop-off on your website is, and the less likely you are to capture that person as a potential client, or even just someone to have a nice conversation with and see where that goes. So those are a few different things that you can do for summer digital housekeeping. Still working on what exactly we're going to call that, but it's a great opportunity right now. You're spending all the time at the beach, at the pool, hanging out with the kids, going to the fair, going to the water parks, but you also have a lot of extra time in your hands too. So take advantage of that. Make sure that you're digital vehicles your platforms your websites are staying as relevant and up-to-date as possible that you physically and tangibly are staying up to date too with your profile photo with your highlights making sure that you're setting yourself up for a great fall winter spring because you might not have as much time as you have right now in a couple of months and you're going to wish that you did this if you have any questions please reach out to us It's been great talking to you today. Again, I'm Taylor Garrity, director here at Wingnut. I hope to work with some of the folks watching this right now at some point. I'm sure I already work with some of you. If you have any questions, please reach out. Info at wingnutsocial.com. I am Taylor at wingnutsocial.com. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. That was your mini news. You've reached the end of this episode of Designed by Wingnut Social. But that's only the first step into accelerating your business the Wingnut way. Head over to wingnutsocial.com or call us at 786 206 4331 to see how we can help take your business from meh to amazing. We'll see you on the next episode of Designed by Wingnut Social, your digital marketing tightly fastened.
0: Good boy, Mango.